Welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg, where psychologist Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark explores a variety of mental health, wellness, and safety topics and shares biblically-based psychological strategies for living well and staying safe. Now, here is your host of Living Well with Dr. Peg, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Good afternoon and welcome to Living Well with Dr. Peg. Our show is about living well and staying safe, and unfortunately, you can't live well if you aren't staying safe, and tragically, there's been yet another mass shooting in our country. On Sunday, 26 people were fatally wounded and 20 others wounded when an assailant entered First Baptist Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, just outside of San Antonio, Texas, and began shooting. Among the dead, numerous adults and children, including an 18-month-old child, a pregnant woman, and her unborn baby, and the pastor's own teenage daughter. We'll also be talking about healthy living with my guest, Debbie Stevenson, and we'll have Michael Yorio, safety expert on the line from SSI Guardian, offering his opinions. But let's start first with Debbie Stevenson. Debbie Stevenson is a wellness coach and nutrition expert, and she's going to be providing us with some helpful tips for eating well and staying healthy, especially during the holidays. I met Debbie Stevenson about six years ago, I think now, Debbie. Has it been that long? Yeah, you pulled my business card out of a bowl at um, one of the Try for the Cure triathlon expos. I used to do triathlons years ago, and uh, I won a free Uh, facial and kind of pampering for myself and um, five of my friends. (laughs) And I was launching my daughter off to college and thought that would be a fun thing to have her and five of my friends, women friends, who could offer her some advice on life as she went off into the world. We had a fabulous time. You really pampered us with champagne and wine and strawberries and chocolates and um, gave us some really important health information. And uh, I've been consulting with you ever since, and you've really helped me uh, learn a lot about uh, how to eat healthy, how to really fuel my body properly, and um, take good care of myself in every season throughout my life, especially as I age. So thank you so much, Debbie Stevenson, for being here on the show today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. And I'm happy to introduce you to um, my audience today. We're going to be talking about health and wellness and nutrition and aging and getting a better understanding of um, how our bodies really work uh, because we have to take care of our bodies so our bodies can take care of us. Uh, So let's talk about um, how you first got interested in uh, nutrition and how you got interested in what you're doing today, wellness coaching. Okay. Uh, It started about 17 years ago. I have two children. My daughter's 26 and my son is 17. Mm -hmm. So when he was three weeks old, he came down with something called RSV, and it's a respiratory virus. And it's usually fatal, and if not, uh, the doctors had told me that, you know, these these young kids end up with chronic bronchitis and asthma, usually throughout the rest of their life. So with a lot of praying, he made it through. Mm. And, uh, but he did come down with the chronic bronchitis and the asthma, So, um, you know, he's about two years old and he was on medication and uh, inhalers and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, I signed him up for swimming lessons. Well, chlorine is a trigger 
for oh, asthma. No. Yeah. So he started having asthma attacks in the swimming pool. Then about a year later, he was signed up for baseball. And I remember riding our bikes down to baseball practice. And by the time we got there, he was having an asthma attack. So I was seeing that he was going to be really limited mm. on his physical activity. And I really didn't want that for him, for his life, you know, especially if it was the rest of his life. Mm -hmm. um, they wanted, you know, me, me to look at, you know, having him allergy tested. I did do that. He was really allergic to everything green. And in Colorado, that's mm -hmm. kind of everything. Pretty much everything. <laughs> right. So it ended up that I decided, you know, there's got to be a different way of healing our bodies from the inside out. Absolutely. So that was my research for the next year and helping him with changing his nutrition, adding supplementation, um, cutting out some environmental toxins that I had learned about. So in that, I was able to get him rid of any of the symptoms wow. of allergies and asthma. And so after that year, year and a half, I decided, you know, I've learned all this information. I, you know, would like to share this with everybody else and maybe yeah. i can help some other people have healthy lives so yeah. that's how i got how started got 12 years isn't ago. that interesting how uh what could have been a really tragic situation turned into your life's purpose and passion right. <laughs> and mission that it had to have been a really frightening thing as a mother to discover your son is diagnosed with something that could have been so debilitating and even in the beginning you saw that it was having an effect on him, but may have felt even like a miracle to discover there's some simple, basic things that we can know and, and apply that make all the difference in our health. Right. Exactly. Wow. And so what's what's going on with your son today? He's 17 today. He's 17. He plays football. He plays baseball. Uh, he's run, he runs. He worked out with the Marines last uh, summer. Wow. So, you know, he's not on any inhalers. He hasn't been since he was five years old. Wow. You know, he never went on any of the drugs or allergy shots or anything like that. He mm -hmm. never had to. Um, you know, he's, he's healthy, you know, through the winter time because that was always my scary time. You know, he would get croup and then the bronchitis mm -hmm. and it was just kind of, uh, you know, every winter I did not look forward to that. So, yeah. He's been so healthy ever since then. Oh, great, great. And we'll talk about your son again a little bit <laughs> later when we talk about one of my favorite products that you uh, that you offer to your clients uh, called the Five Day Reset. Okay. And so I know that last summer he participated in that, and we'll talk about that later. I know my kids hate when I use them as examples. I used to be a <laughs> psychology professor, and when I taught child development, I had pictures of my kids and all of their stories, and they couldn't stand that. But uh, we're going to still do that to your son okay. <laughs> till, till, till we hear otherwise that he doesn't want you to do that. So you took a leap of faith and you quit your corporate job to become a nutrition and healthy living entrepreneur. Uh, talk about that transition from being a mom and discovering some things and doing a lot of research that made a different f difference for your son to actually leaving your corporate job to do this full time for other people. So I actually left my corporate job before that. Mm. So um, I was staying home with my two children. They're actually almost nine years apart, so they're really like only children. Yeah. So I stayed home with my daughter, and then I went back to work part-time. Mm -hmm. 
kind of missing the corporate world, but then being torn because I really wanted to be home with her. Mm. And I understand that lots of times, you know, mothers can't do that. So I really feel grateful that I was able to do that and was just getting ready to go back to work full time and got pregnant with my son. So then decided, okay, I'll stay home with him. Mm -hmm. And then the whole, you know, thing with getting the RSV and everything and his health happened and um i'm a computer science programmer from that's what i graduated in, uh, from college right and did so uh i always have that to fall back yeah. on but my passion has since then been always health and helping people mm-hmm. excellent well and i've been to your website so i don't know if you do your own programming and website development <laughs> uh but uh listeners you can reach um debbie stevenson at debbiestevenson.com right. and learn more about everything that uh, she does to help others be healthy in the same way that she helped her own son Uh, So there's so much information out there, Debbie, that uh, the public receives about nutrition and diets. And sometimes it's actually contradictory. First, Mm -hmm. they tell us, you know, low fat diet is best. Then they tell us, oh, no, you need these healthy fats for your brain. Oh, no carbs. No, you need carbs. Vegan. No, you need protein and meat. Um, It's so hard to sift through what's what. And we know that some of that is really um, driven by um, marketing and and different aspects of the like the dairy industry might be pushing dairy because that's their livelihood, but it's not necessarily the the best thing for us in in um, extreme amounts. So give us some basic information to about how the body works so we can sift through these often contradictory messages that we get in the media. Okay, <clears throat> excuse me. So let's start first of all. Uh, I like to explain the glycemic index. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have maybe heard of that before. When I heard that, it just really made sense to me that after I learned what that was all about, then I understood why my body was feeling the way that it was with certain foods. Mm. You know, I would eat certain foods and feel this way and other foods I'd feel great. So let me just explain that a little bit. Okay. So the glycemic index is actually a number that's associated with carbohydrates, whether it's good carbohydrates or high glycemic carbohydrates. And it goes from zero to 100, zero being low Mm -hmm. and 100 being glucose, which is what our body and brains work off of. So carbohydrates aren't necessarily bad. It's the kind of carbohydrates that we eat. So when we heard about, you know, don't eat carbohydrates, that, you know, kind of took us in the wrong direction. Uh, So... Basically, what happens is I'd like to walk through a scenario of a typical standard American diet. Mm-hmm. So let's say for breakfast, we eat, um, you know, a, a latte and a muffin and maybe some orange juice. All of that is very high glycemic. Mm-hmm. Now, our brain and our body wants the blood sugar to stay in a narrow band. So when we eat something that is high glycemic, it spikes our blood sugar. So our blood sugar goes out of that narrow band. And what happens is we have something in our body that called insulin that's released because it knows exactly how to fix that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we're out of the narrow band. Okay, insulin comes in and it says, oh, I got too much sugar in the bloodstream. Let's fix that. And it puts that extra sugar into our fat cells. As long as we don't need it for energy. If we need it for energy, then we use it for energy. Mm-hmm. If we're running a marathon or something like that. But 
most of us are not doing that. So it goes into our fat cells. Mm -hmm. And it does its job really well because it's a storage hormone. And about a half hour later, I mean, people probably feel this. You get that sugar high, and then you're just kind of lethargic. Right. <laughs> you need the that crash. sugar nap. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so what happens is uh, our bodies go hypoglycemic. Mm -hmm. So it goes below that narrow band, and now we're too low in sugar. And we feel that. We feel that, you know, foggy brain. Maybe we get the shakes. You know, we can't concentrate headaches, you know, things like that. Everybody responds differently. Everybody's body is differently. So then what happens is your body is craving sugar. It's a physiological change. I used to think, oh, my gosh, I can't, you know, I don't have any good, you know, will. <laughs> willpower, that, yeah. Yeah, willpower. Yeah. So, um, and that really has nothing to do with wow. willpower. It's a physiological change that your body is craving wow. sugar now because it's too low. Wow. So that's when you grab for the you know, the candy bar, the donut, mm -hmm. you know, whatever it is to get sugar back into your body. And then you spike your sugar again, mm -hmm. uh, spike your blood sugar again with the sugar. And this roller coaster happens, yeah. you know, three, four, five times a day. You can right. see that. Well, I'm nodding my head because you're, you're, <laughs> you're telling my life story here. Yeah. So when we do that, you know, four or five times a day and five, 10, 20 years, yeah our bodies can't handle it anymore. And what happens is our cells become insulin resistant. Mm. So all the cells in our body have something called insulin receptors on them. And when that keeps happening, those insulin receptors start, start shutting down. So now our body releases insulin mm -hmm. and it doesn't work the same way anymore. So it's kind of like the crying wolf, right? It's like, you know, giving insulin, Oh, not working. Give right. more insulin. Not working. Right. Give more. And insulin resistance is the precursor to type 2 diabetes. Right, right. So the good news is that it's totally irreversible. Or reversible, it is sorry. reversible. Yeah. <laughs> totally reversible. Yeah. And uh, so what we can do is eat a low glycemic diet, um, detox our liver, and open up those insulin receptors again. And then everything starts working back wow. properly. Wow. You know, that, that really is liberating to have information mm -hmm. uh, because we do beat ourselves up. What's wrong with me? I'm this sugar, <laughs> sugarholic and I have no willpower and I keep, I'm on this roller coaster because we don't really understand what's happening in our bodies. Right. Uh, but when we understand what's happening on, in our bodies, we can make different choices. Mm -hmm. And one of the choices would be to eat low glycemic foods, as you mentioned. Uh, what would be some examples of those so that people can start thinking? thinking about what to put into their diets instead of, you know, you, you go to a meeting in the morning at work, like you said, there's danishes and coffee. You know, you go to a hotel and they have the continental breakfast mm -hmm. and it's usually breads and muffins and danish and, and um, sweet orange juice. And that's absolutely the wrong thing uh, to eat in such um, large amounts. So what would be examples of low glycemic foods? So... Anything, you know, all your veggies, leafy green vegetables, broccoli, kale, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, um, all your fruits. Now, fruits are naturally, mm -hmm. ha you know, have a little bit of uh, natural sugar higher than leafy vegetables. Um, but they're still natural. 
Uh, so we might get into a little bit later on, you know, artificial sweeteners. And I'm a proponent for whole foods. Mm-hmm. So instead of, you know, drinking or eating something with artificial sweeteners, pesticides, things like that, mm-hmm. high fructose corn syrup, all those kind of things, you know, eat the natural foods. So you know, eating anything, uh, the, the low glycemic index numbers go from zero to 55 so you can find the that index. Just Google uh, low glycemic index on the website and uh, on my website, or you know, just on Google, and you can look at look up those numbers. Okay, great, wonderful information. I'm speaking with Debbie Stevenson, and she is a uh, wellness uh, coach and um, Living Well International, Certified Living Live Well International Coach. So, of course, I love that name. The program is called Living Well with Dr. Peg. So grateful to have Debbie Stevenson. If you have any questions about nutrition and low glycemic uh, index and exercise and detox, some of the things we're going to be talking about today, give us a call. The number is 303-477-5600. And, Debbie, you're giving away some um, free gifts today for callers. So I am. What do you I, have for us today? I have um, some of my low glycemic meal replacement shakes. Okay. And I'm also giving away uh, 15 minutes of free consultation. Excellent. And so if you call us at 303-477-5600, you'll speak to my wonderful engineer, Dave, and he will take your contact info. And Debbie Stevenson will send you a free meal replacement low glycemic shake. And they're delicious, right? I I use them all the time. And 15 minutes of free coaching. You're getting a whole hour of Debbie Stevenson today for free. But give us a call, 303-477-5600, to get those free free gifts from Debbie. And also, if you do have a question, just let Dave know and he'll put you through on the air. Uh, So we are talking about uh, healthy nutrition and um, glycemic index. And um, you're going to give us some tips of how we can uh, stay, stay on the, what's the expression, not fall off the wagon during the holidays. Uh, Thanksgiving's coming up, Christmas, then there'll be Valentine's chocolate, (laughs) then it'll be Easter candy. It's so hard during the holiday season. My guest is Debbie Stevenson, and she'll give us some holiday tips when we return. Stay with us. We'll be back. Are you prepared for a sudden cardiac arrest? Having an AED is simply not enough. School athletic coaches are required to have CPR and AED training, but they can only save a life with properly functioning and maintained equipment. Maintain compliance and reduce your liability with AED program management from SSI Guardian. Buy an AED and receive a two-year management program for free. Call us today at 877-878-5800 or visit us at SSIGuardian.com. Do you ever make changes, but after a few days, weeks, or even months, you slip back into old behaviors and patterns? If you want something different, you've got to do something different. Yet most people won't do what's required to experience the lasting change they say they want. Why? Because change is hard, it's scary, and it comes at a cost. 
If you're ready for change, join psychologist, author, and transformation specialist, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark for a one-day, do-something-different-for-a-change personal transformation retreat. In this intensive yet intimate retreat, you'll learn fundamental principles and strategies for lasting change and transformation and craft a customized plan that you can put into action right away. Dr. Peg's Do Something Different for a Change personal transformation retreat is coming to Denver on Saturday, December 30th. Go to drpegradio.com forward slash retreat to register today. Threats at our schools and workplace continue at an alarming rate and require an innovative approach to overall institutional safety. A 21st century safe school needs the right training, the right equipment, and the correct action plan to achieve a future-ready safe learning environment. SSI Guardian's comprehensive evidence-based solutions and Tier 1 Security Consulting is the only active shooter training in America with an accredited CEU. Don't trust your safety to just anyone. SSI Guardian is the only choice. Visit us at SSIGuardian.com. Welcome back, everyone. This is Living Well with Dr. Peg. I'm your host, Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. We're coming to you live from Denver, Colorado on KLZ 560 and streaming online from drpegradio.com. We're brought to you every week by our sponsor, SSI Guardian. If you want to bring advanced active shooter response training to your school or college campus or your church, uh, go to ssiguardian.com and tell them that you heard about them on the Living Well with Dr. Peg show. And as we're approaching the end of the year, you may be feeling like you didn't accomplish everything you set out to accomplish this year. If you're feeling stuck, ready for change, and need some help with strategies and a jump start, register now for my Do Something Different for Change personal transformation retreat on Saturday, December 30th, 2017, in Denver, Colorado. Space is limited, so go to drpegradio.com slash retreat to register today. I also want to invite you to register for the Pumpkin Pie 5K and 10K race in Denver on Saturday, November 18th. It's coming up just around the corner next week. And join me and my team for some fun, some exercise, and a huge piece of pumpkin pumpkin pie at the finish line. And I'll talk with Debbie Stevenson about uh, that pie. <laughs> so go to drpegradio.com slash pumpkin and click the join a team button and select my team, Living Well with Dr. Peg, from the drop-down menu. And you'll have a lot of fun. You will burn those calories off from that pie that you're going to eat. Again, that's drpegradio.com slash pumpkin to register and join my team today. So Debbie Stevenson uh, is a certified wellness coach. She's here with me today. We were talking about the glycemic index. Uh, Debbie, am I doing the wrong thing to have people do this pumpkin pie 5K? We are going to be running or walking real fast, a 5K or 10K. Is it okay to have a big slice of pie at the end of that race? Absolutely. All right. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I, I have a rule. It's the 80-20 rule. Okay. And so 80% eat low glycemic diet okay. and 20% is the rest of life, right? Yeah. I mean, there's celebrations yes. and graduations and, you know, now we're going into the holidays. Mm -hmm. And and if you tell yourself, oh, I can't have any of that stuff, you're just going to like go off the wagon. Yeah. So uh, we're going to, we can talk about that a little bit yeah, later yeah. on exactly how to get around that. Right. Good. And I want uh, listeners to have a really clear understanding of how our bodies work and how we can get on that roller coaster uh, with uh, our sugar intake and high glycemic 
uh, foods. And it's not about never having sugar. Our body actually needs that glucose to function. You said that's our energy. But when we're um, dumping all of this, especially refined sugar, into our bloodstream and not mindful of of how our body is functioning uh, with insulin and and, um, all of that, then that's where we get into trouble. That's where we get on that roller coaster. So it's not about denying ourselves and restricting uh, what we eat constantly. It really is about enjoying life. And um, I think food and, and good wine and all that is a, is a part of life. And it's part of our rituals, especially during the holidays. So it's not about avoiding it. It's about having understanding. The Bible says, in all you're getting, get understanding. And so we want to understand how our bodies function best. And, and pumpkin has antioxidants in it, doesn't it? It does. It has, and it has a lot of fiber. Excellent. So, so, which is so key. Yes. So uh, pumpkin pie, 5K in Denver, it's okay to eat that pie. Now, I, I'm, I'm going gluten-free, so I don't eat the crust. I just scoop out the delicious filling on the pie. And maybe we'll have some time to talk about uh, gluten-free and other kinds of sensitivities as well. Now, we were talking about the glycemic index, and that really, I think, is just kind of at the heart of really understanding how to make healthy eating and good nutrition a lifestyle and not some kind of fad diet. Um, But let's talk a little bit also about metabolism, because we'll hear people say I have a fast metabolism or a slow metabolism. Uh, Just recently in the news, we heard about um, some controversy with a show that I used to love watching, a reality show called The Biggest Loser. And our listeners may be familiar with that show. And some of the winners... Uh, from The Biggest Loser over the years have been unable to keep the weight off that they've lost. And many have gained all the weight back that they lost and even more. They've actually, sure. They're actually bigger now than they were when they started the show. Yep. And many of them are saying that their metabol- metabolism has just been wrecked mm-hmm. because of the excessive dieting and even excessive exercise. Uh, the last year that I watched The Biggest Loser, the winner... Um, actually appeared anorexic, that she had dropped uh, so low uh, that the judges, the coaches gasped audibly and visibly when they saw her, uh, where she was revealed during the finale. Mm -hmm. So talk a little bit about metabolism and how we can avoid wrecking our metabolism uh, where we're keeping it where it needs to be so that we can burn calories and not kind of send our body into, into a fast, so to speak. Right. So that's exactly right, Dr. Peg. What we've been taught in the past is if we want to lose weight, you know, be a gym rat, go get on the treadmill and exercise a lot and eat less. Well, when we eat less, even if it's low glycemic food, mm-hmm. our body goes into starvation mode. So what happens is it's a, a protection for ourselves. And it says, okay, we need to slow down metabolism. Uh, because we need to reserve, you know, this energy. So that's what happens when we go on these starvation diets. Uh, Sometimes we go on a diet where there's actually, you know, leaving out whole food groups. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the fat, the carbohydrates. I mean, low fat was a big fad and trend and recommendation in the past. Right. And fat is so key. To our bodies, I mean, especially to our brains. Mm-hmm. Our brains are 60% fat. Mm. So, so we when we need... call someone a fathead, we're not insulting <laughs> them. <laughs> right, right. So, you know, fat is just key for memory, mm-hmm. 
Mm. Uh, it's one of the things, fish oil, omega-3s, that can go across the blood-brain barrier and actually protect the brain, help with memory, help with sleeping, hair, skin, nails, wow. all of that kind of stuff. So getting the right kinds of fats, mm -hmm. so the omega-3s, which would include things like avocados, salmon, olive oils, plant oils, mm -hmm. those kind of things are so good for us. And most of us don't eat enough of that. Right. So Yeah, because with, with low fat, because years ago I was kind of on this low fat kick. Mm -hmm. And um, what I discovered was when it's low fat, they... To, in order to keep the flavor and the texture, they add a lot of other stuff, especially sugar. Yes. <laughs> that now we understand we shouldn't be eating a lot of refined sugars. Um, so we have to really um, know what, what we're doing and how to sift through all this information that gets put out in the media. Right. And one of the other things that you said about cutting out foods, what I like to teach people is when you add in more of the good foods mm -hmm. and the healthy foods... Just instead of deleting things, keep adding in more of the good foods, mm. and it basically you'll be eating less of the unhealthy foods. Wow. So it kind of pushes that out. So you're not depriving yourself. Mm -hmm. And so the, the more I'm eating low glycemic um, foods and more leafy green vegetables and healthy fats and natural sugars in moderation, I'll be full. Right. I'll feel satisfied. My body will feel satisfied. You said it's in that narrow band mm -hmm. of that glycemic index. And so I'm going to feel uh, satisfied and I won't crave some of those unhealthier foods. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, when we eat the right kind of protein, a good protein like chicken, fish, um, you know, turkey, eggs, things like that, and, and the good fats like I talked about, we feel fuller longer. Mm -hmm. And and when you understand that, uh, I teach a lot of people, this is one of my go-tos when I talk to anybody about healthy eating, is when you create a meal or a snack, make sure it has four things in it. Mm -hmm. So make sure it has a good healthy protein, a low glycemic carb, fiber, and then an essential fatty acid. Yeah. And I learned that from you um, six years ago when I first met you. Um, I talked about uh, how a group of my friends and my daughter and I um, participated in a program that you have mm. called the Five Day Reset. Okay. And that was one of the essential messages and lessons that I learned from doing that reset. It, ba it basically, and I'll let you describe um, what, what the program looks like, but it reset my cravings mm -hmm. uh, where they were gone, mm -hmm. reset my appetite. Uh, reset my palate of what was appealing to me. Isn't that amazing? Uh, yeah. Like your taste buds yeah, change. Yeah, yeah, yes. and I And uh, you encouraged us because you can't live on these programs forever. It's not realistic or your right. budget may not allow it when you're purchasing some of the products that, that you'll talk about in a moment. But the, the essential message I learned that's um, not connected to purchasing any particular products is what you just said, a healthy protein, a low glycemic, healthy carb, uh, fiber, and a healthy fat in every meal, every snack. The other thing you taught me is eat about every two hours. Don't let yourself get hungry. 
So I learned to carry a, an emergency snack in my purse at all times yes. <laughs> and uh, to plan and think about my meals so that I wasn't starving. Because what I'd find is I'd be starving. I'd go too long without eating and I'd make number one bad choices. That that was the worst thing about being starving. You just feel ravenous and you're just going to eat whatever's there. So you make a bad choice, but then you're on that roller coaster again with right. the glycemic index. Great. Well, we're going to take a quick detour here, Debbie, and okay. um, talk about, I'm talking with Debbie Stevenson, wellness coach, and learning some wonderful information uh, to help you stay healthy throughout your lifetime and every season of your life, as well as making better understanding how your body works so you can make good choices uh, now and even into the holidays, which is tough for everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, but before we continue our conversation with uh, Debbie Stevenson, I want to welcome to the program again, Michael Yorio. Mm -hmm who's the president of SSI Guardian. And Michael Yorio, thanks so much for joining uh, us again this week. You were on last week uh, talking about uh, we had a terror attack in New York City. There was a um, shooting at a local Walmart here near Denver. And unfortunately, uh, we've had another tragedy, a, a, a shooting at a church in Sutherland Springs, Texas. So thanks for joining us so that we can talk about that. Our show is about living well and staying safe. And we really can't live well when we, we're not truly safe. So thanks for coming back on, Michael Yorio. Oh, thank you for having me, Dr. Pegg. Always a pleasure. Uh, someday we're going to speak about something more uh, uh, happy than, yeah. than these incidents. Obviously, it's been an uh, active uh, 30, 35 days here in the United States. Mm -hmm. Yes, we, so we had a terror attack in New York City. We had a shooting at the Walmart. We've had this horrible tragedy at First Baptist Church in Sutherland Springs, Texas. Um, we've learned that the assailant in the church attack uh, had a connection to the church. Uh, his in-laws were not in attendance on Sunday, but they were members of the church and apparently had some kind of grievance with them and had sent threatening messages to his mother-in-law. Uh, can you give us any um, updates or insights on the, the, the uh, tragedy that happened there? That's, they're still looking at the motive, Dr. Pig. Um, obviously, to your point, there was a uh, strong connection there to some parishioners. Um, what we also know is this attacker uh, was court-martialed out of the Air Force. And uh, apparently there were some, um, I don't want to say controversy, but, but there were some challenges with getting his court-martial records to the FBI uh, for an appropriate background check. Um, so there were, and, and this gentleman was um, found guilty of some very uh, evil acts, domestic violence uh, against both his wife uh, and a small child, where he deliberately, according to the report, deliberately fractured uh, the young boy's skull. Um, so this person obviously um, had some issues, and this tells me that as the investigation proceeds, uh, I would not be surprised if we found out there were other true warning signs, perhaps closer to this tragic event uh, up until the day before, maybe even that day, where maybe he made a threat, he had said something, he had shown signs of serious uh, behavioral um, change that people needed to look into and, and take action on. Mm -hmm. uh, and we know with all of these events, uh, after the investigation 
continues for days and weeks and sometimes months, more and more details are revealed. Uh, but what we know from past history, typically, if you connected the dots, none of this is truly a surprise to people who may have known the attacker. So very, very sad. Um, and there's a lot of speculation going on at the moment. Yes, yes. And we, as you stated, people often report these violent attacks seem to come out of nowhere, uh, that the assailant just snapped is a you know, common misperception. Uh, but as you said, we know that's really a myth. Uh, assailants don't just snap. There are often identifiable signs prior to the attack. When we know what to look for, and we know hindsight is twenty twenty. but uh, really part of um, what we need to be focusing on is um, training and planning and preparedness. Without question, um, public safety awareness, if it's not already after the past month, should be atop of everybody's priority and everyone's radar screen. Mm -hmm. Again, whether you're in church, whether you're at a concert, uh, whether if you're in a street in a major U.S. city, uh, we as a country need to be more prepared. We need to be better at our situational awareness and really can no longer afford to take on the mindset that it'll never happen here because I live in a great town, I live in a great city, I'm surrounded by great community members because you just never know. And we talked about this just last week uh, with your guest, uh, Lisa, who survived the Virginia Tech shooting, and I believe that I asked her, you know, what would your message be to folks who think it would never happen there? Mm -hmm. And she was adamant that, well, Admittedly, we thought it would never happen at Virginia Tech, and it happened. So being prepared is absolutely critical. And to your point, identifying threat indicators is an area um, that we all need to improve our skill sets on and have a better understanding. Yes, absolutely. And, and again, that it could never happen here. We really have to um, get that mindset uh, off the table that it can happen, it has happened uh, here in Colorado, we've seen more than our fair share of tragedy. It can happen anywhere. And not to put um, paranoia and fear into people's hearts, but again, the key is planning and preparedness. I want to uh, just mention um, a little bit about uh, some reports are saying he had a history of mental health problems. Uh, but I, I always want to make sure that listeners understand uh, that people who suffer from mental health issues such as bipolar disorder or anxiety disorders are no more likely than the average person to become violent. And according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, people with mental illness are actually 10 times more likely to be victims of violent crime. And so we want to not... Um, stigmatize um, those folks who are mentally ill. But again, we want to be able to recognize those indicators that someone is moving on a path to violence. Uh, Michael Yorio, I'm going to ask you if you can stay on the line uh, with us just a little bit longer. Uh, we're going to go, be sure. going to a break here in just a moment. Uh, there were some um, vivid accounts being shared by survivors, and uh, many church members evacuated, and they were shot as they ran. Uh, some hid and were shot as they in, attempted to conceal themselves. Uh, and the assailant uh, sh even shot at people's cell phones, some reports uh, uh, coming out, uh, as they tried to call 911. And so when you come back, Michael, I want you to uh, talk with us about the common recommendation we receive is evacuate, hide out, or take action, not necessarily in that order. Um, but ultimately, uh, a neighbor took action and shot the assailant. 
um, although he ultimately fled and killed himself. Uh, so we just want to know, um, in terms of that, evacuate, hide out, take action. Um, what, what can we do if this happens at our church? I'm speaking with Michael Yorio, president of SSI Guardian. He'll give us information on that when we return. Stay with us. Schools are increasingly adopting 21st century learning strategies. However, safety largely remains absent from the conversation and fragmented efforts continue allowing for security gaps. Studies show effective learning can only exist when students and teachers feel safe. As the industry leader providing innovative educational solutions for more than 58 years, School Specialty has created the 21st Century Safe School, which aligns next generation learning best practices with proven safety solutions focused on the mental, physical, and emotional well-being of every student, teacher, and school employee. From early childhood solutions to advanced training for teachers and administrators, the 21st Century Safe School is the most complete and comprehensive approach available to schools and universities. As a parent, you have every right to demand that your child is afforded the safest environment. Take action today by calling us at 877-878-5800 and learn more about this innovative approach at SSIGuardian.com. You can learn a lot about yourself and God from a dog. When her children asked for a dog, this mom got them gerbils. So imagine their surprise, and hers, when she adopted an abandoned dog that she met in Dallas, Texas, just one day after her divorce. In a way that only God could orchestrate, her spur-of-the-moment decision to take in a little dog she named Dallas was just the beginning of a seven-year journey that transformed her life and taught her to see herself and God in a whole new light. Read Doggy Tales, Lessons on Life, Love, and Loss I Learned from My Dog, a delightful and heartwarming book by psychologist Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. Part memoir, part Christian inspiration, Doggy Tales is a must-read for anyone who wants to learn to recognize God's voice, even in the most unlikely places. You'll laugh, you'll cry, and you'll love Doggy Tales. Go to drpegradio.com books to purchase your copy today. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark. You're listening to Living Well with Dr. Peg. I've got wellness coach, certified wellness coach, Debbie Stevenson, providing some awesome information to help us stay healthy and live well in every season of our lives. And I've also got on the phone with me today Michael Yorio, president of SSI Guardian. And uh, we're talking about the tragic church shooting in Texas. Uh, Michael Yorio, thanks again for calling in with us today. You bet, Dr. Peg. Always a pleasure. Well, we're talking about um, the common messaging that we hear. Sometimes we hear it as run, hide, fight, or evacuate, hide out, take action. And it's not so much a checklist. These are kind of the options that we have. Uh, but tragically, many of the members of the congregation in Texas were killed. They did try to evacuate. They did try to hide out. And and, and someone did take action and ultimately um, uh, the, the assailant fled the church and we believe killed himself. Um, so these attacks are likely to be over in just a matter of minutes, even before law enforcement arrives. Um, what, what can we take away from what happened in terms of, um, I know everyone is thinking, you know, looking over their shoulder uh, when they're sitting in their pews. Um, what, what can you tell us, Michael, um, so that we can not just feel safe, but actually be safer? So the one thing we all need to understand and incorporate into our lives, no matter where we're at, is understand 
that we are responsible for our own safety and well-being until law enforcement can arrive and take meaningful action. So that all starts with planning. Uh, churches are very, very difficult from a security perspective. Um, typically, there's a main entrance, and some may have a back entrance, but many do not, or it's a very long way to that back entrance. So it makes them very, very susceptible to these sorts of attacks uh, should they uh, have that misfortune. Uh, a couple of things we talk about all the time is empowering folks to understand and have options in the event they're in such an incident. So we talk about evacuation, and to your point, Dr. Pegg, some folks tried uh, to evacuate, and they just couldn't do it. Now, I don't, we don't know why they could not evacuate, uh, if there were people in their way, if they didn't choose a clear evacuation path. Uh, not here to second-guess anybody, but these suggest that, you know, maybe the evacuation routes uh, were not practiced in the past. So people just panicked, people reacted, and uh, just instinctually tried to evacuate. So, again, don't know enough about it if people actually tried to run off the front entrance where the gun line may have been entered. Uh, locking down, as we say, and hiding out, shelter in place, you hear a lot of those terms. Um, that's typically one's best option. But, again, I want to remind and stress the fact every situation is unique and different. Mm -hmm. So it's really about understanding what your options are and in that split second making the right decision. Very, very challenging, especially for ordinary citizens um, who are not going to practice these sorts of things uh, that often. Right. And that's really uh, why I have you on the show and have you on frequently, not just because, sadly, we have these incidents occurring so regularly, but we're trying to be proactive and preventative and emphasize planning and preparedness. And so I'll continue having you on and guests like yourself to talk about how we can be, how we can plan and be prepared. Uh, so, Michael Yorio, thanks so much for joining us um, to to give us an update and uh, just some information that we all need. Um, how can listeners get in touch with you and learn more about the advanced active shooter training and other types of safety uh, and violence prevention training that you offer through SSI Guardian? The best way to reach us, Dr. Peggy, is by going to our website, SSI Guardian. Dot com. Uh, I also welcome, listen, welcome your listeners to call me direct if they have questions that maybe they're not comfortable talking about online or sharing with other folks. And that number is 202-676-7166. Uh, we're more than happy um, to talk to folks about their particular areas of concern. And the, the part, my parting message would be public safety awareness. Um, please become comfortable and familiar with those Three very important words and have a plan in place. Mm -hmm. Well, I know you joined me in sending prayers to the grieving congregation and members of that community. Thank you so much, Michael Yorio, president of SSI Guardian. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you, Dr. Peggy. Be safe. Thank you. Well, Debbie, tough stuff. Uh, is, we're in the yeah. middle of talking about healthy living and living well, but we really can't if we don't have That's the basic safe. safety uh, in place. And so I know uh, you, you're married, you have uh, a family, and this is a concern for all of us, isn't it? It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, we were talking about um, making healthy choices and um, pushing out the bad stuff by mm -hmm. really focusing on the good stuff and better understanding 
how our bodies really work. And um, in the time that we have left, and I'd love to have to have you come back on because there's so much more we can continue talking about. Sure. Um, yeah, how And sure. listeners can get in touch with you uh, uh, at DebbieStevenson.com. Correct. Correct. That's and, my website. And you have all kinds of wonderful free resources. Um, they can learn more about some of the products that you're that you make available, nutritional products, the five day reset. Um, you're giving away some free low glycemic shakes today. Uh, listeners, if you would like a free shake, we're giving out uh, free stuff to the first 10 callers. Dave will take your contact info off off the air. The number is 303 477 5,600. And don't ever say there's no free stuff out there anymore. Debbie Stevenson is offering 15 minutes of free coaching and a free low glycemic shake. And I, I use those all the time. Vanilla is my favorite. Um, they're awesome. You've got some free recipes on your website of how they can uh, jazz up those shakes and, and add low glycemic fruits and other items to them. Again, the number is 303 477 5,600. Uh, for your free stuff. And also, if you do have a question for Debbie Stevenson, give us a call. So Debbie, um, let's talk briefly about supplements. So we can eat these low glycemic foods, we can have a healthy carb, uh, healthy fat, fiber, and um, healthy protein in every meal and eat every couple of hours. Don't let ourselves get hungry. Do we need supplements if we're following those recommendations? Well, in 2007, the um, ADA actually came out and said it's prudent for all adults to supplement an already healthy diet. Hmm. So it's not to take supplements if you're eating unhealthy, um, which, uh, you know, some yes, people like, people okay, do. let's yeah. just, yeah, let's just take a supplement and then that'll I can fix eat all that. The junk food, yeah, right. right. So it's an already healthy diet. And the reason being is, you know, let's take back in the 1900s, our food was, you know, grown in our gardens. Mm. We picked it right away. When it got ripe, we ate it that night. Uh, we didn't have pesticides. Um, we don't do the crop rotation mm. that they did back then. Um, and it's, we didn't have GMOs. We That's genetically modified mm -hmm. organisms. That's a whole nother whole session. Other show. <laughs> Uh, so we didn't have all of those things on our food. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I hear this all the time. People say, but I eat a healthy diet. I eat, you know, the veggies and the fruits and I eat low glycemic. But mm -hmm. the, the problem is you're not getting all the vitamins, minerals, antioxidants wow. from our foods that we once could. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my recommendation, lots of times people say, well, what should I take? And the guidelines there are, you know, taking something that's a high-quality multivitamin or vitamins. Mm -hmm. My recommendation is a multivitamin, multivitamin, a fish oil, and then um, also a vitamin D. Mm -hmm. That would probably be in that order. Okay. And then, um, you know, just making sure that the company is manufacturing their own products. Right. A lot of them ship that out. Yeah. And to some other manufacturer. Mm -hmm. And we have a caller on the line. Uh, you endorse USANA products. Yes. yes. And so, again, listeners, you can go to DebbieStevenson.com to get more information about the products that she offers and uh, actually make those purchases. We have a caller. Thanks for calling. You're on the, on the program. Welcome. Hi. Hi. How are you? Doing great. Thanks. How are you? Doing good. I have a question about sugar. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So... 
you know, it, it can be easy to cut out, you know, the basic sugar things like candy bars and things like that. But, um, you know, you find sugar in everything like your pasta sauce yep. and just like standard items. Do you have any suggestions for combating that or is that just something you, you live with? I mean, I find living completely sugar-free extremely difficult. It, it is. And it, like you said, it's in everything. So what I teach people to do is read labels. And I don't count calories. Mm. I haven't for 12 years. Mm. So what I do, and it was and very... And looks great, by the way. <laughs> Go on her website, check, check out her photo. <laughs> it, it was very liberating when I learned this. When you look at labels, the first thing you should look at is serving size. Okay, because... Mm. The example that I give is um, Mountain Dew, like a bottle of Mountain Dew. You're thinking yeah. a, a bottle of Mountain Dew is one serving. No. If you look at uh, the serving size, it says two and a half. So everything on that label, you have to multiply by two and a half. So when it says mm. sugar, which is the second thing I look mm -hmm. at, how much sugar is in there? It says 34 grams. You have to multiply that by two and a half. Yep. That's what are we up to, 80 or 90 grams or something? Of sugar. Wow. Now, the amount of sugar in the guidelines that we should be eating per day is 25 grams for women and 35 grams for men. Per day? Per day. Mm -hmm. So wow. this is like extra sugar. And like what you're saying, it's in everything. It's in salad dressings. It's in yeah. ketchup. It's in um, soy sauce. It's in, it's in everything. But... The third thing to look at on the label is the actual ingredients then. You know, make sure okay. there's no artificial sweeteners, you know, aspartame, high fructose corn syrup, uh, anything like that. And then artificial colorings, um, that adds inflammation to your body. So in that order, looking at serving size, looking at the amount of sugar in something. So it's that added sugar. And then finding out where that sugar came from in the ingredients. Does that help? Yes, that does. Thank you so much. Okay. Thank, thank you. That's an awesome question. And make sure you yep. leave your contact info with Dave so you can receive 15 more minutes of free coaching with Debbie and a, a free low glycemic shake. So thanks right. for calling. Thank you very much. You're yep. welcome. So, uh, Debbie, uh, great, great question, great answer. Reading the labels uh, that makes me think about detoxing. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do we cut our attachment to all these sugars? We can be more mindful of what we're putting into our bodies and and how many serving sizes it really is, how many grams of sugar it really is. But um, it's almost like a, a drug addict who's who's got to go through a detox. And your five day reset is what I used. I had a horrible sugar addiction and was on that roller coaster that you're talking about in our first segment. And it wasn't until I did the five day reset that I actually broke my addiction to sugar and I stopped craving it. And I kind of reset my palate even that natural, uh, excuse me, refined sugar didn't even taste good anymore. Uh, and, and one tip I'll, I'll give the caller uh, that we just had is I substituted out uh, white refined sugar. I substituted in um, uh, coconut, coconut sugar. Mm -hmm. And I read that that actually helps with sugar cravings. So coconut sugar sometimes even tastes too sweet if I put too much. And white refined sugar, I can't even tolerate it. So talk a little bit about uh, detoxing. Okay. So and just on that note real quick. What's nice about coconut sugar is it's a one-to-one -one replacement with refined sugar. Mm -hmm. So if you have a recipe that has white sugar in it, like 
all the cookies and and cakes and everything we're going to be making now for the holidays. Yeah. Lots of times I substitute mm-hmm. coconut sugar yeah, in there. it tastes great. And it does. It mm-hmm. tastes great. It tastes a little bit like um, brown sugar. Mm-hmm. But uh, sometimes that's a good thing. So yeah. Uh, as far as detoxing goes, so exactly what you were alluding to with um, sugar and, and even addiction, salt. I, and I, I felt like I, I was addicted to salt, even yeah. right, and that helps with that. I mean, they're saying now that sugar is more addictive than cocaine. Wow. So to get off of that roller coaster. Uh, if you know how to eat low glycemic and you know what foods to eat and you know how to detox your body, you know, it'll detox naturally with eating mm-hmm. low glycemic mm-hmm. and detoxing your liver. But most of us really don't understand w- what those foods are. So the five day reset helps in that. Mm-hmm. So what it does is it, it helps you eat low glycemic, three meals a day, two snacks a day and detox your body. And so then by the end, usually by the third day, the fourth day at at most, that you actually get rid of those sugar cravings. And then you get your energy back. Mm -hmm. You your like you mentioned, your palate, Mm -hmm. your taste buds changed. Sleep better. Sleep better. aches and pains. Exactly. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because sugar causes inflammation all over your body. Mm -hmm. So joint pain, I mean, it helps. Once you, sugar is so inflammatory in your body. And once you get that out, out of your system, that reducing that inflammation helps immensely with everything it helps with memory mm-hmm. um depression so uh, all of those things yes i i thought i was just experiencing symptoms because i was getting older headaches every day mm-hmm. joint pain fatigue um even stomach issues bloating uh insomnia mm-hmm. but when i went through the five-day reset and um, removed also gluten i happen to be gluten sensitive my dad had celiac disease all of those symptoms resolved. It wasn't that I was getting older. I didn't right. have to accept this is just automatically what comes with age. We don't have to live that way. We really can uh, live a, a vi- vi- vital life and um, active life full of energy. I'd love to have you come back on, Debbie, because we didn't even scratch the surface <laughs> on the importance of sleep, exercise, managing stress, drinking enough water, but I think the advice and the information you provided is going to help people get through the holidays better. So okay. Thank, thank you so much for, for being my guest on the program. This is just wonderful information. It's great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And everyone, you can reach Debbie Stevenson at, at DebbieStevenson.com. And you'll be able to get her um, products that she's selling. USANA mm-hmm. is the, are the products you endorse. Mm-hmm. Uh, shakes, supplements, the five-day reset. You can also find Debbie on Facebook and join um, her group. She's got great free tips there and lots of support. Thanks so much, Debbie Stevenson, for being my guest today. I'm Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark, reminding you to live well. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Living Well with Dr. Peg. For more information or to contact Dr. Peggy Mitchell-Clark about her mental health or consulting services, please visit her webpage at drpegradio.com.